Hello and welcome to the first and most likely last 12th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Abbey to my Ellie, Mr. Kale Adamay. Yeah. Going really well, and it's nice to see you here in the flesh. Oh, look, that was a big spoiler alert. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I, we, we're in person, guys. It's happening. Three months in. It's uh, never happened before. I'm finally not looking at my own picture in the FaceTime call, and I'm actually looking at Kale. <laughs> Is that how that happens? I yeah, have to look I, at you. I never look at you. I only look at me. I'm, well, a, I'm a narcissist. Yeah, no, that's uh, classic narcissism. It's because I'm hot, dude. I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but... Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might, I don't know <laughs> I think I'm pretty good This is weird, it's a weird energy It's it's all weird, we're here, we're at my house We're looking at my little dog We're hoping this record works, we don't really know We're just going to see what happens on the other end And if we get an episode this week, we do And if not, we'll see you next week Could we call this going analogue? It's not really No Okay, well No, digital recorder We both have computers here mm. Analogue would be, <laughs> what, transcribing it on a stone tablet with a chisel and hammer? I think going analogue is when you masturbate without the aid of porn Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I timed that so perfectly well I'll just, uh <laughs> Kale waited for me to have a sip yeah, Before yeah. being funny for the first time that's what I do. It's what I do. I sit at home and I practice my jokes in the mirror rather than looking at myself. <laughs> I'm just going to fill the air as Govinda dies. But let this be a record. Let this be written in stone that I made Govinda lose his cool. Kale has finally done it, guys. It's only taken him 32 years of living and he's finally been funny. It's the first time for everything. That's it. I'd like to think I took a part in that. Like, I had a hand in that. <laughs> Without me, this, this never would have happened. And you never would have been funny. So, you're welcome. All right. Well, look, we lift each other up, like in that song. Just to knock each other down. Kale, you're looking a bit out of shape. Yeah, I am. We're actually off to play a little tennis after oh, this, aren't yeah. we? The sun That's... is blaring. It's going to be warm. It's going to be And we're in the sun, too, I'm sorry to say. Uh, no undercover for us. What time do you book it for? We are going to... Burn like the heathen kings of old. Four thirty. Yeah, I mean, oh, it'd rather be for like half an hour or something. Some will go down at some point. At yeah, least it's fine. enough. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't really have too much to to say yeah, for the weekly roundup. Fair. Oh, I watched a uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, <laughs> as I've told everyone. And you didn't like it? No, I liked it. It just um. It wasn't what I expected. I actually don't know what it is at all. Uh, it's a Jake Gyllenhaal joint. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. he is a. Uh, art critic and they it's just like a super you know dialed up to 11 take on the art world but they discover like art made by someone who is possibly satan and has like mixed his own blood into his paintings and that's hot yeah and suddenly just everyone starts going insane to do with these paintings and like people start dying but he is the most incredible character in it like he is so pretentious, it's unbelievable. It's you can relate to that for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've, we recognize our own. <laughs> it's interesting when you started talking about what this movie was, I had zero interest. And yeah. as soon as you said it's Satan blood and people going mm. insane, I, I was interested. I'll send you a trailer, I think it's worth watching. Where did you watch it? How can I stream it? Did you have to Netflix? Like... Oh, yeah, I think it was just straight up netty. Okay, cool. I actually just get on Netflix now and I'm just bogged down with too many choices and I just don't do anything. It's hard. I just watch, I just watch nothing now. It's a show about nothing. You watch the show about nothing. I actually do on Stan. I watch Seinfeld a lot of it. It's fantastic. I'm due for a re- rewatch myself. 
Didn't you just finish it? No. No, it's been a couple of years. Okay. Well, that doesn't really matter. You got anything to bring to this discourse? Um, no. Nothing. Just nothing. <laughs> just, just nothing. Just uh, my blankness. My week existed. Mm. And it was a moment in time that is now past. Mm. All that There is no future. There is no past. All we have really is the present. So, no, I have nothing to contribute to this at and all. And it's, it's a gift. So, that's why they call it the present. Uh, I think oh. I don't know if that's how that works. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I will say, um, I had a lovely weekend where I played some fucking video games. Dude, I've got you s- hate video games. I love video games. I've got so many games to tell you about. So this next segment is just going to be me talking at you, essentially. All right, baby, talk at me. All right, so where to begin? Let's start with the big boy. So last week, we were dis- discussing CRPGs. I made a decision. Pathfinder Kingmaker. This is the most serious game, the closest thing to a full-time job I've ever found in the digital space. All right, for everyone playing at home, CRPG is a computer RPG. That's right. Like Baldur's Gate, top-down, just choose a team and shit. Specifically, this is... I'd say there's like a new school. Uh, So there's like the Divinity Original Sin of the world. Is Uh, new school? Yeah, this is a classic one. So it's like Baldur's Gate. Why is it? What makes it classic versus new school? It's like Party of Six. You have like a group of six. It's more like closer to um, a pen and paper role-playing game. Oh, so interesting. The fun... I actually learned a little bit about this. So apparently... We're going deep now. We're going deep. So apparently D&D 3.5 was really bad. And the rules that were released were just... What is it now? D&D 5? Yeah. 5th yep. edition. 5th edition. Which is what, funnily enough, the Baldur's Gate 3 is based upon. Quick side note, I heard on Baldur's Gate 3, you can literally play it like a D&D game and have everyone play their own character and make yep. their own decisions. And yeah, shit. that's right. And there's like a uh, like a DM mode. Like someone can throw in monsters. That's and... straight up interesting to me. Yeah. I want to do that, but I don't have a PC. So continue <laughs> with the Borophil. So Pathfinder was created by a group of super nerds who thought they could do better. And the way they did that is they made it more complicated and deeper <laughs> and just in, insane. They added more numbers and more stats. Yes. And this is like, this is kale nip. This is like catnip, but for kale. It just, it's so deep. There's like 16 classes to begin with. They all play radically differently. The thing that makes this different is this is like Baldur's Gate, but half the game is like kingdom management. So you actually like become a baron and I think eventually a king and you like rule your little land. So kind of like that part of Total War where you are. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It's like simpler than that, but I almost want to pitch you on this because this is the closest thing I've ever seen to actually playing D&D. Like when you're not in a map and fighting and or in a town and doing stuff, you travel like an overland map and you have like little markers and you can get into like random encounters. There's hundreds of like random events that can just happen while you're cruising around. And it's just, I don't know, it's like crack. <laughs> I'm like so far down the rabbit hole with it. I think based on the amount of time I've spent with mm. Divinity for the amount of money I put into it, it's yeah, yeah. probably not something that I should play. That's why it's such a sad state of affairs because like you play d and I don't. But I can tell, like, if you could... Again, I won't force you to do something you don't want. But you should, like, watch a trailer for this game. Because it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, I, can, I can just look at the game while you play it. I'll show it to you I'm, later on. because we're here. That's true. Yeah. Actually, that's, <laughs> we're in person. I can show you my party. So this was created by a team. Uh, they're called Owlcat Games. They're Russian. Uh, they made this game Kickstarter budget of $1 million. It's more impressive to me than most AAA games. It's ludicrous. 
They have, uh, it was successful. It was pretty buggy at launch, but they've done another Kickstarter for $2 million and there's a sequel coming next year and it's quickly become my most anticipated game. I'm very excited for this. You're a big nerd, hey. I am. This is like, <laughs> this is where it comes. It actually only gets worse with the other games. Oh play. yeah, no, I, I see the list. Um, uh, look, let's, I'm just going to let you keep on keeping on because look, I, we, we'll match on one of them and we yeah. can talk about that and then you can just keep on going with your weeby nerdness. So that's pretty much Pathfinder. I've actually been thinking, I wish we could cover the games we play in a different way. Like you kind of just get like all hyped up and just like explode for a couple of minutes and then we just kind of move on. But it's like, I don't know, like this game I really want to like drill down on. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you don't want to No go one on. knows what you're talking about. Exactly. No it's like, yeah. yeah, it's very hard to... Uh... Anyway, uh, great game. Who fucking knows how long I'll be playing? This is, this is not like, you know, a Sony first party game. This is like 100 hours main story, possibly like three to 400 hours to do everything this game has. And then there's like all those classes, like... You could play this game, like, probably not 16 times, that's kind of insane, but realistically, there's, like, four major class types that you could really mix things up with. It just sounds so overwhelming from it the get-go. Is. And, and it's like, I, I've really got to show you later, like, how more advanced this is than any form of dungeons, like, pen and paper I've ever seen, like, interesting. stats upon stats. Pen and paper, what year do you think it is, dude? Everything's on my iPad now. Oh, that's what we call it's it? It's pencil and screen now, baby. It's... P and P, that's the uh, the the shorthand. I know that because I've been planning parties on all these nerdy websites. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... Uh, so look, that's Kingmaker. Uh, I'll probably have some more to say about it, but who the fuck knows? What do you got for me, Gavinda? Oh, I, I was just gonna let you keep going because the oh, next okay, one's then. hella weeby, and you can talk about that real quick. It says yeah. demo at the end of it, so like, yeah, yes. Yeah. So there's the um, Tales of Arise. Uh, the demo dropped this week. It's great because I, I normally hate demos, but this one, it just drops you at, I'm assuming it's like 10 to 15 hours into mm -hmm. the game. You're level 25. Mm -hmm. You're just essentially in an open combat arena and you just fuck around with fighting. And there's no story, which is great because I don't want it to be spoiled and there's no keeping your progress or anything, obviously. Uh, and it's really good <laughs> as well. It's like, I can already feel my uh, gamer thumb kicking in because this is like, have you even seen the Tales like combat system? Not in a long time. I played one of them. Yeah. So a little bit. It's like Final Fantasy, but when you get into a fight, it's like Street Fighter. It's like a proper, well, oh, not proper, but like it's a, like... Like a side-scrolling, like a side-on-fighter no, game? It's 3D and you still have a party of four, but each one has their like, you know, combo list and like moves. It's yeah. like really action-y and... Yeah. Uh, but it's like... Kind of like a Devil May Cry sort of... Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's It really is sort of its own thing. It's kind of hard to do describe it's yeah. not that actiony like you can't really like jump and like move around um, games that don't let me jump are so annoying i'm just gonna throw it out mm. there jump is a crucial element and when you take it away from me i find it super frustrating it's really weird when games fuck it up too like the last of us part two added a jump button for no reason yeah do you remember that? doesn't really need <laughs> it like, no i don't remember that actually you could just do these weird little jumps and you used it like twice to get over like a little Because usually they do a little like, not QTE, it's kind of like you just get to a ledge and then it's like push this button and then you jump. Mm. Like the way like Final Fantasy VII does it. Yeah. But again, it's it's really promising. Uh, this seems to be their big swing. Like they're trying to get into the leagues of like, say, a like because Tales has been around forever. It's, I'd put it behind, obviously, Final Fantasy of Dragon Quest and Persona. But it seems like this is their Persona 4. Like they're really trying to mm. break out. It's mm. got like, 
big budget. And that's, what, September 9th. So in my world, it's going to be Kingmaker for like two more weeks and then it's going to be Tails and that's going to um be me. <laughs> okay. Well, definitely won't be me. I say definitely. Mm, very likely won't be me. I don't know that you'd like this. Yeah, neither will I. It's, it's just... It's a demo. Maybe I should try it out, but I probably just don't care. I mean, you give it a whirl, but yeah. It's, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Fuck. Let's be real. I'm not gonna do it. I barely have time to play anything now, let alone that thing. Some of us live lives of ease and oh, you leisure. Really loved rubbing that in, and I just constantly am doing shit, like <laughs> having to work a job. Sometimes my back gets sore from playing too many. Like I just lay too much, and I have to like <laughs> roll myself to make sure I don't get like bed sores. And it's tough. I'm it's surprised really you're not less fit. I'm actually like decently fit. I have a manual job. I guess so. I'm like working for class three fit. hours a day. I come home and like just eat all of the food, but I remain slender and ready to fucking dominate you in tennis at a drop of a hat at a moment's notice. You you'll never win again. You won once. You came it. in here and you're like, oh, we're just gonna practice today because my gammy hips play. <laughs> Dude, my hip flexors. Okay, I don't know that's what that different. Is. Oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to make you injured and when your boss specifically said don't come to work injured tomorrow I'm going to injure you That sounds like a threat It is And I'm not on the tennis court I'm just going to beat you in the parking lot with a tennis racket Come at me Get kneecapped (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, I, I was actually a little bit surprised you were like, it's just going to be Kingmaker until September 9th when Ghost as of Tsushima is out and you were literally playing it when I got true. here It's as I said it, I was like, this is not it Precisely true. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut was released on Friday. Yeah. I have played probably like two hours, honestly. Not much. I probably hit like three or four. Yeah. And it was mostly just before we started recording. Now, the best thing that happened and mm. completely worth the $40 for me was that as soon as I loaded my PS4 save up for Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, my trophies just started rolling, 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 rolling. And because <laughs> I had the platinum in the original PS4 version, I now have the platinum in the PS5 version. It's pretty tidy. makes me feel good that you would have to play this game <laughs> twice completely to get two Platinums out of it. And it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Pretty happy about that. Part of me, I was pretty happy to know I didn't have to start this game again. I did have like a sneaky cloud save from, you know, last year or something. And it just... You you do need to get to a certain point. Uh, Yeah, it's Act 2. You got to get to Act 2. So it is good that you did that because then you would be locked into like 10 hours of playing something before you could even do the expansion. But it's it's actually kind of hard. Yeah, it's tough. Partly because I haven't played the game in eight months, and yes. so the controls are completely foreign to me again. Secondly, because I changed my controls and I told you to do the same. It was, so it was a clutch move. It was a clutch move. You can swap, uh, I think, what, circle and triangle from being, or square and triangle from being attack, light attack and heavy attack to R1 and R2. Yeah. Uh, super mm. clutch move. It just leaves your thumb on the camera, which is. It's good because sometimes those battles get a bit chaotic. It's, it just feels right. Yeah, it's it's Dark Souls controls, which is what I think it should be now. Muy caliente. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very satisfying. But yeah, you're right. The uh, the training wheels are taking a while to come off. Oh yeah, not even like. It's really just like I, I rode a bike once, like 50 years ago, and now they're putting me on a motorbike, and I don't even know how to stand I'm not up. Not ready. Not ready. And stand I, up. I don't know. <laughs> this is this a surfing metaphor? <laughs> I don't know. How do bikes work, dude? I don't even oh. understand. Uh, uh, oh. 
<laughs> Fuck. Just before you walked in the door, I did a um a duel, uh, an underground duel for a suit of armor, and it was like, and again, as I'm trying to sell you on this lethal difficulty, which just makes it again, it's like Dark Souls. My heart was going. It was like the most tense thing. You can basically take like two hits, and you just feel it. And with the new haptics and everything, it's like every time you get into like the sword, like sword standoffs, sword and, yeah, yeah, and you're like grinding, and it's oh. even just like you're on your horse and you're like going through the mud and then you go into rocks and you like feel all the difference yeah. and stuff. I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, it's 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 pretty damn good. I think I will try and knock this out. Like oh. I'm quite into it at the minute. Honestly, the R1, R2 switch really like I did it and immediately was like, I wish I did this from the beginning. I wish I could have because you couldn't before this director's cut. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't okay. an option. You can also add target lock on, which some people like, but I found actually a little bit much. I was happy to see, again, not too far myself, but it seems to be longer than I was, you know, I was a bit negative on that. I thought maybe they'd pull a dirty little bait and switch. No, it's bigger, like a big enough island. Yeah, it doesn't look huge, but there is quite a bit to do. Yeah, so it's, uh, I, I really haven't played all that much of it. Just time over the weekend has been limited and we recorded on Monday, so. Yeah makes it tricky but i am enjoying it a lot uh don't really like someone asked me like oh how's it look and i was like oh it looks pretty much the same i i truly do feel like we've kind of hit a plateau where it's just like everything looks incredible <laughs> and it's uh, hard to be like this is better because even a plague tale in my mind looks as good as ghost of tsushima i think ghost of tsushima was never like a graphical powerhouse i think it was no ghost of tsushima is an artistic powerhouse it's mm. different. There's heaps of graphical overhead in this game where they have heaps of space to move. And that's why they like can bump it up to 4K60 without even stuttering. Yeah. I don't know why they put a performance mode. Uh, like a, I think it's a, a frame rate. Oh, frame rate mode? There is. They put a frame rate mode in and it literally does nothing. It reduces your resolution down to like, I think it's near 1440, maybe a little bit more than 1440p. But based on Digital Foundry's stuff, they, this game is at 4K60 and it does not falter. Oh, well, I got to change it back. I definitely put it onto frame rate. <laughs> no, no, never do that. Okay, well, I always do that, given uh, the choice. Okay, so I would just do research before you do that, because most PS5 games that give you the option still hit 60 at 4K. Except um, Ratchet and Clank, apparently. Well, that's a true PS5 oh, sorry, game. Sorry, I, you said PS4, and now I look like a fucking idiot. Uh, I think I said PS4, but that's fine. Uh, well, look, that's a that's a true PS5 game that was pushing boundaries, quote-unquote. Mm. Uh, and they have, like, ray tracing and stuff on. This doesn't have ray tracing, so it's not nearly as graphically taxing. And I, th it literally, the frame rate mode is useless. You're yeah, not okay. going... If it was maybe up going, like, oh, you can do, like, 120 frames a second at a lower resolution, maybe it's worth it then. But they're mm. not doing that. It's still locked at 60, and you just lose resolution. So it's wasted. I'm just so glad we're here. Like, now that... I don't have to deal with 30 frames again. It's just like everything... There's just like a baseline now. And it's so good. And it's 60. And <laughs> it's, it's so good. better. Uh, but I think like some of the textures are a little bit better. It is 4K now. and I will say. I will say. It's just a bit... They made a lot of uh, hullabaloo about the Japanese language lip sync. It still feels a little dodgy to it's, me. They're only talking about it in cutscenes, to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like, it's still just a bit... I will say, I noticed this... Because I had to play the prologue again. I don't know if they did the whole game. Is it just the Iki Island? But certainly in the prologue, it's a little... I believe wonky. it's the whole game. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't impressed, I'll well, tell you I that much. I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> look, it's, so far it's good. It's really just more Ghost of Tsushima. So if you liked the original, you'll like this. It is an immaculate game. It's like, um, it didn't draw me in the first time. And who knows, maybe I'll 
run out of steam, but like it's hard to fault. It's very hard to fault. I just find the combat so satisfying when you are good at it. Okay, and you try this lethal mode. Because right now I'm not good at it. Like I get into <laughs> combat and because I swap the buttons, my muscle memory still pushes the wrong buttons and I'm throwing ghost weapons without realizing it. Yeah. And like just weird stuff like that. So I'll, I'll ease into that. But once I get into battle and I figure it all out and I'm doing these like perfect parries and like sick shit, oh, it is so good. And nothing satisfies me more than killing the last dude and not... You know when you push a button too many times and you take an extra swing for no reason? Yeah. I avoid that at all costs. Like the yeah. last swing is the last swing. They die. <laughs> and then you swipe right on that touchpad and he flicks the blood off and oh, sheaths so the sword again. Oh, It's just a beautiful thing. I usually do that and then like a cinematic pan around while he's sheathing <laughs> the sword in just because I just get so much enjoyment out of that. It's such a fucking good game. My problem and I've talked to you a little bit about this is I need... I spend so much time just looking at the armor, making sure the armor like trying different combinations like i wish it was a little deeper i'll be honest like i wish there was a little more to it but i'm all They're about saving that. that for two for the sequel i hope so which there will be and i'm already looking forward to it i really because i had the game kind of spoiled for me i know what obviously i know what happens because it's a fucking of course he's sort of wins or whatever but <laughs> the thing is like in history the mongols never made it to mainland japan mm -hmm. so what's the sequel do they I mean, that's kind of a spoiler anyway, but like, well, what's it going to be? It's maybe it's not even on Tsushima and maybe it's not even Jin and it's a whole new story somewhere else in Japan doing something else with someone else. Doesn't have to be like a direct sequel. They can do like a Persona thing where like the next one is just a completely different game, but it's called Ghost yeah. of Somewhere Else. They could do something with like the Sengoku Jedi. Oh, oh, oh. oh. that's the... I can't remember what it stands for. Yeah, cool, awesome. That's <laughs> fucking great content. I love but it. But that's that's the huge... Um, it's really cool. It's like the Japanese civil war that's got like a hundred sides. Like every little part of Japan is fighting together to become the Shogun. This is the plot of Shogun 2, Total War. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, this awesome. Is, yeah, well, the nice is... thing about that is if they did that, it sounds like they have enough content for a hundred games. Yeah, but You'd it also... Every side. It would run into Shogun 2's problem where everyone is Japanese. And so it's not a lot of... Variety, I guess. Like, they're not cool <laughs> Different Mongols clans, or... but exactly the same combat styles. Essentially. Yeah, cool. Essentially. Um, I got one more for you. You got one more for me. All right. I got, a... You got one more. I got one more and we'll carry on with our day. It's a fake out. So I tried uh, the Diablo 2 resurrected beta thing, whatever it was. It was like Where was limited... the heads up on this one, dickhead? I don't know. I don't think you'd care. <laughs> of course I care. I've been trying to get you to play Diablo 3 with me for ages, but I also think I don't want to play that again because I did play a lot of it when it first came out. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'd be up for playing this, but here's my problem. Uh, loaded it up. It's like, link your Blizzard account. I was like, cool. Did that. And then it just wouldn't recognize it. So I never managed to play it. It just wouldn't let me in. I did some research. It kind of annoyed me and I just deleted it. <laughs> so you didn't play it? No. That's why I said not really. <laughs> I don't know why it's here, dude. It says, what have you been playing is the question. I just wanted to kind of dunk on it not publicly. What, not what have you been not playing. No, this it's is... not my fault. I know? think it is though. And I don't know the details, but this sounds a lot like the Final Fantasy XIV saga where it was actually way easier than you thought it was and you just fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry, Govinda. Are you standing up for Activision Blizzard right now? <laughs> you want to be on the right side no, of no, 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 no. I'm not standing up for them. I'm standing down for you. All right. I well. think you're a bit silly sometimes and you make silly mistakes and you and you miss things. Have you this seen... This is like the crypto thing, right? I think you're making a mistake here. I don't know what it is. I dare you talk about my financial <laughs> <story>. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think you're making a mistake. But anyway, that's, a, that's for another podcast. Have you seen this game? Diablo 2 Resurrected. Mm. Uh, I saw bits and pieces from BlizzCon when they announced it. It's pretty awesome. It looks cool. The fact that you can like, I mean, 
I don't know why you would ever do it, but you can swap to the old graphics with a button. You know why that exists in games? And no one's told me this for sure, but I'm sure it's what it is. Is that they want you to see value. Yeah, how far it's come. No, they want you to see value because you're like, oh, wait, you're charging me full price for this again. This is fucked. I can't believe you're doing that. And then you swap and you go, oh, no, it actually looks pretty good, eh? Yeah, it's... And then you've got value there. It looks pretty good. I never beat Diablo 2. Uh, the only time I ever played Diablo 2... I don't always say Diablo. I always say Diablo. Diablo. I, I believe it, it is matter. Diablo. Oh, it's but we're Australian, so we can't pronounce uh, it. Yeah, I say Blink-182 instead of Blink-182, which is apparently the correct terminology for it. Anyway, uh, the only time I ever played Diablo 2 was with you in a computer cafe. I remember in that. In Indrapilly. Yeah, that was more than a decade yeah, ago. Yeah, so I only played the first little bit of it and I liked it, but it was old. And Quick aside, because it's in my mind now. Do you know what the 182 stands for? The reason? There's, no. There's no. It's not definitive, but there's many legends about oh, what it stands okay. for. The one I read was it's the amount of times Scarface says fuck in Scarface. Fuck yeah. I think. Or at least that's what it's purported to be. Okay. Is it? Has someone done the count and verified it's 182 no. times? And I also probably read that like 10 years ago. Cool. Well. This is, what a great aside, dude. What a great aside. It's what people come here for. Um, so talking about games we've actually been playing. I'm still playing mm. Final Fantasy X. Okay. I'm progressing well. I'm now at the Zanakin Bruins. That is quite close to the end, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm about to get the airship, but then there's a lot of side questing to do. To, like, then get, it opens up. Then I've got to like go around, find these like secret coordinates to get secret shit. I need to get some summons. I'm trying to get Ultima. Anima? Okay. Anima. Anima's the... Ultima's a move. Anima's the summon. Is that so, the scary man in the so, coffin thing? Uh, I believe so. And Anima's the one... Yeah, the one that Seymour calls at the Blitz tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I need Anima... Just because I want it, uh, and I've gotten all the destruction spheres from all the temples, so that's still that's a possibility for me now. I'm gonna get celestial weapons for Titus, Orin, and Yuna because okay. they are my OGs, and I think really focusing on those three has been the recipe for success because I fucked Seymour up on that mountain. <laughs> that dude was a little bitch, and I remember the first time fighting him, I was like, dude, this guy is so hard. Like, it how am I meant to do this? He didn't even d- get to use his like best move once because I took him down so quickly. It's a satisfying. It thing. was. Tight. Tight. Don't say muy caliente. Again. I almost did. Not <laughs> I could see. You it. saw the hand movement go off, and you knew what it was. And I had to. Oh, not gonna do that again. It was tight. Okay. Um. So I'm. I'm essentially a god of the game. All right. Uh, I will finish Final Fantasy X for the first time after 20 years. Hmm. Um. And I'm. I'm excited. So it's going very well. What do you think the ETA is on that? Things, there... things are cropping up now. So I've got Ghost, which is a little bit of a distraction for me. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about Final Fantasy X is it's a really great remote play game. Oh. So I have my iPad here with, with me today. I've got a, my PS4, PS5 sorry, controller with me as well. And so I didn't I can... know you could do that. You can just do that? Dude, this is how I was going to cheese the uh, this is how oh, I was going to yeah. cheese the lightning one. Is I remote play in and then I just set up a script to fix it. <laughs> it's so um, fucked up. I probably won't do that. The, look, let's be real. I'm I'm really trying to be realistic and the platinum trophy is not super it's not going to happen. Yeah, sometimes you just got to take the, the L. The save is there if I want to do it in the future. Maybe yeah. I will. And you never will, but, but that's fine. But I probably fun. won't. It's but nice if I want to, to, maybe. Yeah. But I won't. <laughs> maybe if you are in a car accident and you can't move except for your hands. Yeah, that, that well, that'd be ideal, honestly. If I if I lost everything but if I lost my hands but kept everything else, that would that would kind of suck. That would be hard for me. Yeah, that would be that would be sucky. Uh, but anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this right now. Uh, so I'm doing that. I'm gonna um, ETA. Oh. I mean, not to put you on the spot. You take your time. Uh, it's, it's gonna be what it is. I got yeah. ghost now. I want to say I'm definitely not playing Tale of Tales of Arise. That sounds like trash. So, <laughs> fuck you, dude. I want to say maybe end of September. I'm going to give myself a good buffer. 
Yeah, that's huge. That's heaps of time. Um, I mean, what have you got? Before Battlefield 2042. That's it. I was like, that's October. No, I want to play that Kenner Bridge of Spirits, which comes out next month as well. Ah, okay. You can cover that. I don't really... I'm not interested. I don't know. It looks beautiful. I'm not a child. Yes, you are. I'm not a little You're baby a man-child, dude. You literally play more video games than I've ever known anyone to play. I have a sophisticated J- JRPG, CRPG palette. You're a such it's a fucking You wouldn't weed, understand, dude. dude. There's numbers going on. There's... If you I, apply I for a job and they you. talk to you about statistics, do you talk about CRPGs? I should. <laughs> I should. I'm. Oh uh, well, I uh, I don't have a degree in statistics analysis, but I do play a lot of computer role playing games, and I'm fucking good at it. Look, those are some big numbers. But are you familiar with the Platinum Trophy in Divinity Original Sin Two, and what is required? What is required to go into that? Of course, you are. Of course they're not, and of course you do not get the job there. Um, but look, other than that, Ghosts and Final Fantasy, and as always, I'm playing some Battlefield Five because I gotta, I gotta keep my skills sharp for 2042. I appreciate that. I gotta keep them sharp, and let me tell you, they're fucking sharp. And if anyone's watched me stream it, you will know that I'm not bad. I'm not bad. See, you have to do that. If if I were to make a Naruto reference right now, I would say you were sort of the Rock Lee. You were sort of the genius of hard work. You have to like train and train and train and train. Whereas I'm more like the Sasuke where I can just roll in and I'm just, it's in my blood. I'm just fucking incredible off the bat. I don't need to like grind like you do. I just turn How up and I fucking excellent. dare you talk to God squad leader like that. You're out of the squad, dude. No. You're out of the fucking squad. 2042 is coming around. You're on your fucking own. Have fun finding a... A squad that you match make with that you just like hope someone adds orders. I'll like, get out of here, dude. You. I don't care. <laughs> you can't even snipe, dude. Oh, speaking of, I was, I if I ever play by myself now, I just snipe or I get into a plane. That's fair. Uh, and I was cracking skulls the other day with the <laughs> with the Craig Jorgensen. Mm, nice oh, uh, Swedish gun, right? Craig Jorgensen is I I think the correct way to pronounce it. It's deeply, is it deeply inappropriate? I don't think it is. I, think, <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think it's fine. Uh, especially if I was accurate. Well, that you know, you'd want to be. Because I think, like, if you're speaking another language, like, you can't just say it and just like, oh, the Craig Jorgensen. Oh, sorry, it would be the the Craig Jorgensen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Christ. you can't do that, right? No one's gonna understand you. Kavinda, can I move along? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, I think I'm rambling. I'm so sorry. I'm rambling. We're about to talk about more shooters because. Few things in life are as assured as death, taxes, and the next installment of the Call of Duty franchise. Entitled Vanguard and developed by Sledgehammer, the next entry in the seminal shooter franchise has us going back to World War II again to hunt some Nazis. Vanguard is coming to both current and previous gen consoles in addition to PC on November 5th. It will, interestingly, interestingly, feature a single player campaign told from multiple points of view a la Battlefield 1. The usual Call of Duty multiplayer suite will be present, and of course, Zombies mode. There will be 16 core 6v6 maps and 4 2v2 for a total of 20 at launch. Expect integration with Warzone, cross-gen, cross-progression, free post-launch content, and a variety of other multiplayer buzzwords. During the virtual preview event, where a new trailer was revealed, Sledgehammer did briefly address the serious allegations of sexual abuse and toxicity leveled at parent company Activision Blizzard before awkwardly transitioning to footage of the broiest game of all time. Do you like that? That was a good read. It was, was all right. right. Uh, I like that one. I um, have fun writing this. Yeah, one. that was a good one. Are you interested in this at all? I've got... Okay, so a little bit because it's World War II. So I like that. I'm that guy. Me, probably the only reason I'm going to play this is for the single player. Yeah, 
which looks cool. Because the Modern Warfare single player was rad. I enjoyed it. It's a short little eight hour vibe and I had a good time with it. And I'll probably do it with this as well. Yeah. I have forever sworn off Warzone. The Black Ops integration into Warzone was a hot travesty. I know nothing about this. I'm so confused about, yeah, like Warzone and whatever the Black Ops. It's so confusing to me. What do you mean? What's confusing? Like, so there's Black Ops. What's the latest one? There's Modern Warfare and there's Black Ops 5 or whatever the fuck it is. And then there's Warzone. So Warzone is the Battle Battle Royale. Royale. But then there's also Cold War and they like cross over. uh, Black Ops is Cold War. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Maybe I meant Cold War, not Black Ops. I don't know. But anyway... Warzone is the Battle Royale. Yeah. It came out with Modern Warfare. Yeah. And then Cold War came out and they integrated it into the into the Warzone. So you had a mix of Modern Warfare guns and Cold War guns. Yeah. Um, and it was fucked. <laughs> it ruined the balance. The, 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 the Cold War guns are shit, uh, but now they're good because they fixed them. But it was just fucked. Uh, that whole game is pure toxic cancer. And uh, <laughs> I'm not playing it ever again. Um, uh, I will say... Fuck! They can put together a trailer. Oh like, yeah. Even like I, I don't think I've bought like I don't, I don't even know the last Call of Duty I bought. But like this trailer makes me want to pick this one up. I'm really surprised that Call of Duty has never decided to try and meet Battlefield at these like large maps. I was gonna say six versus six. Yeah, yeah they're is still... so quaint. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's, I actually always thought it was eight v eight. So six v six is yeah. so. I'm like, wait, really? That's so... <laughs> what are you... Like, even chivalry, that's 32 on 32. Yeah, I'm like... Uh, but that's just not their thing, and it never has been. But I, I, even in my head, I'm like, I swear it was games that were bigger than 6v6 before. Uh, you know, like, and they are different. I, I, love, I think, like, Call of Duty's the better shooter than Battlefield. I would disagree. And let me tell you why. <laughs> They're all laser beams, man. There's no recoil. Guns feel very similar, like across the board battlefield's nice because you get a different gun and it feels real different and you've got to actually like yeah deal with recoil and uh, i don't know i i've played both a lot and i think just the gunplay especially battlefield 5 the gunplay is so so good yeah um i think guns sound better in battlefield they certainly yeah like feel more different they to feel me feel like, like a gun whereas in in modern warfare sometimes oh, in call of duty it just feels a bit like nothing yeah, like they're all just laser beams. Some are more laser beamy than others, um, but it just never feels as satisfying. There's nothing to me more satisfying than getting a sniper in Battlefield and cracking someone's skull. The <laughs> noise that it makes and like the reloads, it's just yeah, the whole visceral. like the bolt action is incredible. They do gunshot sounds better than anyone, I would say. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you something you probably won't know. Um, cool. <laughs> Do you know, I should have looked this up, is Sledgehammer the bad one? There's three rotating studios. Treyarch, Sledgehammer, and who's the other one? Raven? Yeah. I think Raven might Which be the bad one. Which one, like, fucked up the single player and they just canned it? I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, well, I shouldn't have asked. I, I believe <laughs> Treyarch is the GOATs because they usually do Black Ops, which is usually the better games. Okay. Like, the original Black Ops is one of my favorite Call of Duties. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know, I don't know. I don't know all the details. I've been, for many years before Modern Warfare came out, I was out of the Call of Duty world. Yeah, it's fair. And yet, it dominates sales charts still, 20 years on. <laughs> uh, because you quoted it as the broiest game of all time, and that's pretty true. Bros are gonna bro. Bros are gonna fucking bro. And there'll always be more bros. There's always a new crop, a new douchey dearth <laughs> of them. <laughs> uh, but that's all I have on that, and I'll probably only play it for the single player, if at all. 
Yeah, I wouldn't do it full price, but I'll get it somewhere. I'm hoping that like by the time the next one's coming out, they just give it to us for free on PlayStation Plus. Strange things have happened. I've gotten many Call of Duties on PlayStation Plus. But it's almost like too late. I got the last one. What was like the last World War II one? And I played it like three months ago. I was like, this sucks. (laughs) What was it called? Call of Duty World War? What's it called? Just called World War? I don't know. Who cares? We're bad at our jobs. (laughs) We are. I don't even play games, dude. I just... (laughs) 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 Moving right along... It has been more than a year since The Last of Us 2 was released and we still have no idea when the standalone Factions multiplayer game mode, originally meant to ship alongside the base game, will see the light of day. Originally slated for release at the end of 2020, it is unlikely we will see Factions before the end of 2021. But could the delay be due to Naughty Dog attempting to shoehorn some kind of Battle Royale mode into the post-apocalyptic survival game? Naughty Dog has stated that Factions has evolved into something larger than originally envisioned, and according to a video detailing new assets recovered from the single-player game's source code that apparently include a gigantic open-world map. Thoughts? Yeah, I like the idea of that. I can't think of many games that would suit a Battle Royale more than The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> I'm into it too. Yeah, it's cool. Like, the crafting and everything. Like, it's Factions was so tense already. So and- to- do it on a bigger scale. And adding the stealth element into it as well, I think is super mm. cool. And think of this, the three-way with clickers. You have clickers released into the map. Fuck yeah, I love a good three-way. Oh yeah. I'm into that too. And that brings me to us playing Chivalry last night mm. where you have, we played it, we were not finding full games and we ended up getting put into this game where it was like six of us actual people on our team and six yeah. actual people on the other team and the rest were bots. Yeah. And it was actually sick. Yeah, it seemed bad, but then we realized it was kind of like a MOBA, where there's just like mobs running at the targets. And occasionally you'd come across a player who was felt like a mini boss at that yeah, point. Yeah, and it like, was actually like, I, we decided that we should contact them and tell them just to become <laughs> a MOBA, because it was honestly real yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm sure they're onto that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have added them in the first place. Like, there's got to be plans for that. I guess so, but I guess like Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield 2042 is going to have bots if the servers aren't full. And it's not because they're going to make it a MOBA. Yeah, it's I just to fill yeah. up the server and still have people playing the game still very weird that we couldn't find full games that was really pissing me off especially because I didn't include it but they just hit like a sales milestone like that game is kegging but anyway I'm into an idea of of a hopefully it's not all they give us like hopefully it's like a regular multiplayer because factions was really fun I have to believe that's the case Um, but if there's a battle royale mode battle royale mode I'm I'm big into that I wonder if it would actually have legs though like that does sound really cool but like what does that look like on a you know long term scale just run with me for a second Last of Us 2 releases on PC Mm. with this multiplayer and there's cross play that's pretty good that's how you give it legs yeah, no, that actually would open it up because those PC fucking nerds, they be hungry for the oh, last You of just want to get them Twitch streamers. That's what you want. And then mm. they're on PC, right? And so you put a, a multiplayer, like a any Battle Royale on a PC and they will stream it. It's true. Let them eat Battle Royales. <laughs> and they will eat Battle Royales. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, the video that was alluded to, it's pretty weird. We it's checked pretty it out. ghetto. Like, it's like... It's half-baked. A lot of the... They're showing, like, assets of, like, tools and stuff you might be using in it, and they look like a child drew them. Like, it's speculation. And, like, you know, they found the asset for a dog collar, and they're like, will there be attack dogs in it? And you're like, what? Yeah. And, like, a lot of it could just be stuff that they plan to put in the single-player game that just never made it. So, I, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I actually forgot they were doing a multiplayer completely. 
Yeah, it's been more than a year. Yeah. It's been literally yeah. more than a year. Yeah, definitely, because I played this in quarantine last year in June, July. Should be noted that we don't even we haven't seen a whisper of it. We don't have a release date. It's certainly not gonna be this year. As much as I want it, I still would rather them give me another game. I'm torn. I, I do I think I do want a Last of Us Part Three. I do as well. I don't want it next. I want a new IP. Yeah, who knows? Uncharted needs to settle for a bit. Just leave that for a little bit longer. Oh, I think it's nearly time. No, 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 no. We got. It's interesting to me when I when I played Uncharted three for like a moment in time, like a few weeks ago, that that was that it, it dawned on me that Uncharted four was the only PS four Uncharted. Yeah, for for there to be three and on PS three on PS three. Oh, what about um Lost Legacy? Was that? I don't count that. I do. That's a point five. A lot of people say that's the best Uncharted game. Yeah, but a lot of people are wrong. A lot of people, we're going to get to the uh, Ghost of Tsushima Metacritic score, so a lot of people can be wrong. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people can be wrong, and that's fine. Uh, I don't, I, I didn't, it wasn't good enough for me to play it, because I started and it just didn't draw me in, mm. and I didn't finish it or continue playing it for more than like an hour. Uh, speaking of games that I'm not going to play for more than an hour, <laughs> despite the fact that you probably own it on PC and Switch and your smart toaster, Todd Howard wants you to know that Skyrim Anniversary Edition is coming to PS5 because you are weak and will inevitably buy it. This is the fifth, yes, fifth edition of the game to come to PlayStation platforms. That is PS3, the Game of the Year edition on PS3, the Game of the Year edition that came to PS4, PSVR, and then this anniversary edition, which celebrates 10 years of Skyrim by improving graphics and load times, standard, adding a survival mode, which (laughs) that's how you get Kale in, more than 500 unique creation club elements, which means new enemies, spells, skills, equipment, and quests, and fishing, because why not? Owners of the PS4 version will get the upgrade for free. Skyrim anniversary edition will fusro-die you in the dick November 11th. I don't know what happened to me last night. I think I was just like on some coffee. Dude, when did you get funny? I don't know. Um, I want this. Yeah, I know. I, I made fun of it and then I was like, oh. So part of it is like, one, let's just point out the obvious. I'm pretty stoked that even though Bethesda is owned by Microsoft, that we're mm. getting this at all. Yeah, it's interesting. It really is interesting. Again, I don't know if it was in the contract or whatever when they did it that like games that that the Bethesda can do whatever they want with the games they've already released on those consoles or whatever. Mm. Uh, but big ups to that. And I think it's more just something I can I can take and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to get the next Elder Scrolls, but this is pretty cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Is, this is the good one. And it has been, what, probably 10 years since yeah, I played it. Yeah, 10 years. It's uh, so funny that we talked about this last week before this news broke. We told the story of us. It's almost like we're like prophets. It is, there is a weird Should we be magic. messiahs from now? Should people call us the messiahs? I have a messiah complex. <laughs> I've always... I have a god complex. I, hence God Squad. I believe that I was sent to save people. <laughs> <laughs> from the mundane reality of their lives by telling them to play games. This creation club thing is cool. It's essentially mods. Yeah. It's like officially adopted mods. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, I, new enemies, spells, skill, equipment. Skills equipment. What's that? Skills and equipment, dude. Uh, Just, I, dude I missed a comma. You missed a comma, right? bro. Did it affect me when I did the read? Yeah, because you knew that you were dumb. <laughs> um, skills, equipment, and quests. That's cool. And I'm into it. And fishing, because why not? Honestly. The survival mode is something that I always want to try. Did they go through that at all? Like, what is that? It'll just be like New Vegas survival. Like, you've got to eat and, like, sleep and oh. no fast travel and... 
which is just again kale nip. <laughs> that's Dude, how you that's get a, me. <laughs> that's a new. Pl- I, obviously, it's a new playthrough. My save is locked to my PS3. That is in gone now forever. Uh, but I new graphics, better load times. Do you think I'll be able to get a save that's bigger than twenty megs and not hard freeze when I touch water? Do you think that's a possibility? There's one way to find out. That's you me. can find out. It's tempted. Like I want to want to see if I can get the PS4 version cheap now. I assume you... Because, like, how much are they going to charge for the anniversary edition on PS5? Uh, well, if you own it... Well, yeah, good call. Like, yeah, if you could buy the PS4 version, you get a free upgrade, apparently. Allegedly. Maybe I could do that and then just get through the, the little intro bit so I don't. I can just hit the ground running once I get in there. As a quick... Oh, I don't even know the details enough. I was going to tell you the story of how uh, a developer this week said that a, a bee almost... Ruined that whole scene. Like there was like an unscripted B. Did say couldn't... something about this? I don't know why. I I mean, it doesn't even matter. Look, look up Skyrim B <laughs> intro and see what it says. I don't fucking know. Remember Wild? Yeah. It got an awesome trailer at Gamescom in 2014, and it was going to be a PS4 exclusive in which you could possess various animals and explore an open world. Ah, oh, and there was a giant naked snake lady living in a tree. It won multiple Game of the Show type awards at the same time. Helmed by Michelle Ansel, the creator of Rayman, Wild Sheep Studios has been radio silent for years now, and allegedly that is because the game has quietly been cancelled. The news comes to us by way of Jeff Grubb, aka the new Jason Schreier. A writer at VentureBeat and host of the Giant Bomb podcast, Grubb is an industry insider with a reliable record, and this is very likely to be true. Yeah, I remember this one. This one was cool. You were like a little little prehistoric man and you could possess goats. You're like a warg. Yeah, you're like a shaman, I think. And you could a like A warg. <laughs> you really You're like uh <laughs> Bran Stark. Essentially, yeah, except with legs. <laughs> you could walk. <laughs> well, look, he had legs. He just couldn't use them. Like you're not getting pulled around in like a makeshift cart if that helps. No. But this was a very promising game, and a lot of people were very excited, and it well, disappeared. And I guess you definitely aren't going to be a man getting pulled around in the cart now. No, or any or kind of man, really. <laughs> you might not even be an animal at this point. It's, you know, I think anyone, you could have called this, it's not that surprising, but it's always a shame to see a unique game disappear. Yeah, look, I think, I think when I first saw this, I already thought, I'm like, yeah, but like, what do I do? Mm. And I feel like that's probably what they got stuck on. They're like, oh, this is cool. What do I do? I mean, you could have figured it out. They had like some interesting, what do you do in Ghost of Tsushima? You just like cruise around, fight dudes and play your flute. And- yeah, but like I remember watching the trailer. And at least they showed us that in Ghost of Tsushima when they first showed it. Like in this, it was just, look at me fly around as a bird. And I landed on a tree <laughs> and now I'm a bear. I'm like, okay, but like, what's the bird do? What's, like, what's the bear do? It was like used to scout and the bear was for fighting. Does it you eat you honey? You make it work. <laughs> No, it doesn't eat honey. Hey, Bobo. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get on to the next one. People are already bored of us, Govinda. We can only keep I'm their... already bored of us. God damn it. Well, you should know that it's no secret that indie darling Hades, from one of Kale's favorite developers, Supergiant Games, is awesome. The title won numerous Game of the Year awards in 2020, amongst many other accolades. Originally launching on PC and then coming to the Nintendo Switch, the godlike roguelike has only just made its way to PlayStation and Xbox consoles. Here it has earned another accolade. Hades is the highest rated, most critically acclaimed game on both PS5 and Xbox Series X, according to review aggregate site Metacritic. It currently has a 93, which is nothing to turn your nose up at. Few games have a higher score. Yet I'm gonna... Watch this, watch this, just look at me in person, ready? Here we go. 
<laughs> All right, let's do this. And this is let's unpopular opinion Monday. I don't think it's as good as people think it is. I would direct you to one of the better tweets I've ever had, and that sounds like an asshole thing, and it is. And it is this. Speaking of narcissists. There are several games that I describe as video game journalists' favorite games. Hades is one. Yep. Final Fantasy fourteen is another. Yep. A third is Persona 5. Yep. And they just hype it and hype it. And I like all three of those games. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those situations where uh, the people with the biggest voices love it. Yeah, okay. And I think this is something where if we were using our realistic review scale, because mm. I, I played a decent chunk of it on, on Nintendo Switch, and I will put the disclaimer in here that I've, I've been very vocal about my dislike for roguelikes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I give it a solid, like, eight. It's really good. Like, it's, the combat's good. It's interesting. Like, whatever. Yeah. The, the, the setting is interesting. Uh, Supergiant, they did uh, Transistor and stuff, right? Which I love. Which is Platinum Transistor. That game was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this one, just, it's, it's good. Like, it's, it's good. Um, the music's incredible. I believe his name is Darren Korb. He did, like, Transistor's music. You'll remember that was awesome. That shit was lit. Like, Pyre. Uh, I think, are they Bastion 2? Yeah. Yeah, it's so. like... They did another one, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Pyre was the odd duck. That was. Oh, uh, that was like the get, like the. It was like soccer. Yeah, no, I didn't play Pyre. I've uh, actually I liked I did it for a little play bit. a bit of Pyre. Transistor was the goat, but anyway, oh yeah, I just think like it's it's really good, but I th- I I just can't bring myself to say like it's better than Demon Souls and Final Fantasy VII remake, which I have problems with anyway. Um, like, and it's a personal preference, right? But Ghost of Tsushima, director's cuts at eighty eight right now. Yeah, that's that. That's... And this is a ninety three. I just disagree wholeheartedly. Which is interesting that Ghost of Tsushima took the hit with this re-release. What was the general consensus? Because I saw like it was down a little bit, but like, was there a general consensus as to why? Just because it's a bit, there's nothing that new. I didn't look into it. I really should have, just because I think I don't know. Yeah, because I, I saw that too, and I was like, okay, that's a bit shocking. And I, I think the one that is the most shocking to me on this list, Kale's got a list of the top-rated PS5 games of uh, August 2020. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two is a 90. I just I can't. That's nostalgia. Yeah, that's nostalgia goggles at its finest. So, interestingly, the original PS4 release of Ghost of Tsushima is 83. Oh, so it's up. Yeah, it's actually an increase. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, that, that makes more sense to me. I honestly think that's on a, that, to me, feels probably right for the game, 88. Yeah, it's it's better. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's better. more. I it's... like that I can swap those buttons. I just don't think Hades is 93. Yeah. Personal preference. Yeah, I think like um, Persona 5 and obviously like Breath of the Wild are sitting right up the top. I think they're like 96s. Yeah, and that lines up more with me. At least for me, like Breath of the Wild was one of those games that I started playing and I was like, this is so good. Like, yeah. again, I know I like a game when it's all I want to do. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm waiting to finish work. Or I'm waiting to finish something so I can go and do that. Hades was never that for me. Uh, to give it its credit, it did sort of um, revolutionise storytelling in a roguelike, uh, which is something they've I'll always... Give you that. Yeah, they've always struggled with that, and this had that really... Like, you die, and you get a bit more story. Yeah, like, I'll give the you more that. You, die, you talk to like, different people and get different prompts, but based on how far you got, and when you, you do it. When you say it, that sounds like, why didn't someone figure that out? <laughs> it's, but it's that's what it is. It's, it's, it's fine. Like I, I, But it's just, again, I'm biased. I don't love roguelikes, and I played it, and I was like, this is really hard. And then I realised, like, there is just no... It doesn't get easier like it only gets harder and it maybe it's just one of those things like a get good thing yeah and i just don't want to i don't feel the urge to get good enough to smash my face into a brick wall until i break through it it has to be said because i know he's listening but friend of the show 
Callum. Uh, I believe he platinumed it. <laughs> Which yeah, he is a, but a he's a situation. He is a smash my face against the wall until I break through kind of person. Like, yeah, that's that's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does. Like, and that's that's him. More power to him. Yeah, but I don't know. It's 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 a good game. Just I don't think it's a. 93. I wouldn't put it in my top five on PS Five. No, although I, again, even last week, I'm circling around. I feel like I want to give it a shot on PS Five. I just can't bring myself to pay for it again when I have it on Switch. So if I'm going to play it, I'm just going to play it on my Switch again. It's 40 bucks now. That shit's going on sale and I'm going to get it for like 20 bones. Hopefully PlayStation Plus will pull through in like six months. That would be nice. That would be nice. Or probably just before they release another game. Kavinder, it's time for your tennis beat down. So perhaps we should wrap things up here. You couldn't beat me if you tried. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. If you would like to follow us on socials, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, at LongLivePod. We also Twitch stream now. Um, that is LongLivePlayPodcast. G0V1ND4. Stop trying to go solo, dude. Stop <laughs> I want to break away. I want to sell out. I'm going to make a name for myself and only myself. Mm. You're on your own. I want to uh, go out on a very depressing note. As we all get older, keep in mind, Govinda, you and I are 32. Are you 32? No, baby. Don't call me baby. I've done it twice now. My wife dropped this truth bomb on me and it, it broke me. Uh-huh. Do you know that the Beatles uh-huh. had broken up by our age? They'd done all their best work. Interesting tidbit on the Beatles. And this is just something we can go out on. <laughs> no, when... no, we're going out on my thing. No, no, no. no. I want to do it on my thing. Last word. <laughs> First and last words. This is me. Um, before the Beatles were even like the Beatles, they'd already played like 2,000 live shows. You told me this. Mm. They did like some kind of intense they they got picked up by some dude who had a bunch of clubs in like somewhere in germany mm. and he was like hey you just want to come play in my clubs and you should just pay them to play but they would be playing like eight hour sets and oh. so they had to learn a bunch of new music and all this stuff so that's why they were so good they just played and played and played live until they were masters of their craft and then they were like oh maybe we should like be professionals and that's why they were so good mm. Just got to work hard. Uh, so that means what? I this won't. goes for an hour. So it means we need to do 10,000 episodes of a podcast before we're good at it. Well, see, that's why I consider myself a we, CRPG expert. 10,000 hours? I <laughs> got that shit. Is this why I'm so good at shooters? Maybe. Because I put in 10,000 hours probably. Maybe. Yeah. I think the one that got me most was the original Modern Warfare. Was I think my playtime online was 32 days. When you start to see that shit, you're like... Oh. And that was PS3... Like, so long ago. Yeah. And so now you think about how many hours of a first-person shooter I've played. Whew, yikes. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.